Good evening, y'all. We got a little bit of time here. Let's have some little bit of discussion about some stuff here. Uh, tonight, I want to talk to you about uh, it's college season, FAFSA season coming up here. That means that everyone's starting to plan on college and do college and blah, 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 college. Let's uh, have some difficult discussion about that, shall we? All right, I've got a a little bit of a, a quandary. I got some mixed feelings about this time of year. On one hand, it's really great. It's it's really great that we are watching our kids go through a, a our seniors in high school and moving moving up. They're going through rites of passage, and I'm I'm a big believer. We'll talk about that a lot as we get to know each other, but I'm a big believer in rites of passage. My concern, though, about one of these rites of passages, is it really for them or is it for us? And we got to be very careful as as parents and, and grandparents and as mentors in society of what we're passing down and what we're asking our children to do. And because they are children still, I don't care if they're 18 or 17, they're young adults, they're still children. When we start asking them to do stuff that is for us, then they don't learn any individuality. And you're carrying something from one generation to the next, and that's not progress. That's carrying things on. So if you want something that you can look at that you have built for you as a trophy to hang on a wall, that's what your wood shop is for or your garage. Go get an old Bel Air. But children, we need to adapt to the times and we need to look forward and set them up for success. And one of the the things that concerns me is college. First off, higher education of any kind is is admirable, uh, no matter what it is. I mean, a kid getting off the couch and learning more stuff, that is, that, that's freaking awesome, man. That's really, to me, that is a good measure of success as a parent in a good good measure of your apprentice your apprentice is learning good that's what you want you are giving society something good and it's good that they want to perform at a at a higher level the flip side of that is when you set them up for that higher level is it worth it and i've talked before about um when we talked about shoot move and communicate it's great that they can perform but do they understand where do they fit in at that level that they're going to, say college or whatever? So we have to be very careful when we when you enter into this. First off, is your is your kid doing this for you or are they doing it for them? And you, you hear it all the time. I didn't send you to camp to learn this, to to perform like this. I didn't send you to preparatory school or I didn't send you to you know, or, or pay for tutors for you not to go to college. It's that's that's very short-sighted and very selfish of you because you did it for you. You want you wanted that A on your wall, or you wanted that bumper sticker on your car that said "My kid is an A student." When you and and that's a difficult discussion to have. And I know some people are going, "No, Papa, I'd never." Mm-mm. I'm doing it all for my kids. Have that. Have the gumption to have that real conversation with yourself. 
to actually be able to say to yourself, yeah, I like it. I like being proud of my kid. Because here's the reality, and and we and we talked about it on the shitting with millennials. Um, college used to be a necessary thing. It was a definite defining factor. Any kind of college showing that you were at a higher level of education puts you at an advantage uh, for getting a a good job or a better job or getting promoted or starting out at a higher level. And that was really that that really was an honest fact. It it really did happen. Uh, like I say, I've seen it. I've I, I've seen. I've talked to people that were supervisors at tech companies that I around where I grew up. What was your degree in physical education? What you know? They're working at IBM in Wego, New York, with degrees in physical education or liberal arts. They don't e- equate, but. They showed at the time the necessary discipline. The college at the time, when you look at it in perspective, the colleges actually taught like colleges, and there was discipline there, and there was skills, and the and so what you were getting was not just somebody with a degree. You were getting somebody who had who had gone through a specific life changing event, and that's that's that was very important, and that defined and that separated you from other people. Well, through the years, Generation X, we have saturated the market with college degrees of all kinds. And we keep pushing college degrees without looking at the market. And this is just one perspective of it. Having a degree and having a better job, is it really what you want to go into? Kids nowadays have different focuses. Do they really understand what that is that they're getting into? Or are they getting into something you've pushed them into? Be very, very careful of that and have that. You don't have to have that difficult discussion out loud. You don't have to have it with your significant other. It Well, that would be helpful and healthy, but just know, is my kid becoming a doctor because I want him to be a doctor? Or is he becoming an engineer or a nurse because they want to do that? And do they understand? The second thing we need to understand is that before we get into college is understand our children. What are their strengths and weaknesses, and what do they really want? How are they going to succeed? In what environment are they going to succeed? One thing that really kills me, and we talk about it in society kind of offhandedly, and we call it the breakdown of the American family, the reality is is that not every place has a job for a college person. Think about that. What does that mean? That means that your kid going to college... Whatever they, whatever field they get into, they are going to have to leave. Has your parenting style, have you set your kid up for that? You know, we talk about, well, making their own bed and making their own meals and stuff. But if you developed your child into Sunday dinners and being close to family, or if you're one of these people that decides, I don't really like technology, you know, you're going to lose contact with with your child, and is your child prepared for that? Is that what they want? There is nothing wrong with being a young man or a young lady saying, you know what, yeah, I'm good at math or I'm good at medical stuff, but really what I want to do is I just want to live on a family farm close to mom and dad, and that's the lifestyle I want to lead. So if you're pushing them in one direction, and their hearts in another, strengths and weaknesses are going to start conflicting. 
so think about that. Is your kid really set up? We we hear a lot about helicopter parenting, which is a parent, you know, a, a kid does good or bad in an area, so the parent feels the need to swoop in and start talking to the teachers and talking to the coaches. Hey, get my kid to do this, or my kid needs more of that. Hey, more of my kid, my kid, my kid. Or has your kid learned to develop the skills to build his own network? Uh, One of my pups, I really love it that wherever he goes, he develops a network around him. Matter of fact, and not even my own pups, my my nephews and my niece, wherever they go, they have they they've learned the skill to develop a network around them. You I you, you I can't call my sister and talk about them without talking about their friends and their network. And that's to me that's a very not only humbling, <laughs> that's a very proud uncle moment there. They have been raised to learn that they can function independently and the things that they that they needed from their parents to look for the people that give it to them. So if you're helicopter parenting but not teaching your kid and letting them go through that social angst, college is not the right the right thing. You can't swoop into a college campus and say, hey, my kid didn't do well in your class. You need to help. Or you can't swoop in there to the coach if your kid gets an athletic thing and say, why is my kid not playing starter for the, you know, Arkansas Razorbacks? Well, I'm sorry, Arkansas down here, I mean, I don't know what to say about that. <laughs> maybe maybe we do need some helicopter parenting there, my Razorback fans. But, well, except for this year's softball team, that girl's softball team's kicking some butt. Go, 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 go hogs. Uh, woo pig suey, I guess is what they say down here. Woo pig suey. But it's, but that's, that's a very important thing to understand that your kid is going to be gone. Are, do they have the honest capabilities if you're helicopter parenting, if you go home at night right now and your worry is, who am I going to have to go talk to about my kid? Your kid's probably not ready for college. The third thing that I think is one of the most important things that we're not teaching kids, and I think colleges, from what, I, from what I've seen going on in society, I think one of the, one of the things... And yeah, you hear them puppies barking in the back there. It kind of drives me nuts. Well, just bear with them, folks. They're young. But um, one of the things that really bothers me is is we don't have what I call a bridge. We don't teach our kids how to bridge a certificate or a knowledge, a shooter skill. We don't teach them how to bridge it over into something else, make it marketable. The way I like to say it is, the way I like to look at it is a college degree is like a stock a stock or a bond. I can have a million dollars worth of stock in General Electric. But if I don't know how to cash it in, I I don't you can't go to a gas station and say, "Here's a million dollars, give me change." You know, here's my stock certificate. It doesn't work like that. You have to know how to convert it. You have to know the right people and you have to know how to weed out the scammers. I could take that million-dollar stock certificate and take it down to Joe Blow's stock agency and come out with $1,000 because of fees and everything else. If you don't know how to properly cash it in, are we teaching our kids how and what to expect when you cash that in? Your degree is a young stock. 
You can't just go and cash it in right away. You might have to sit on it for a while to get to a location, to get to a mentor, things like, especially like doctors. You're going to have to, if you go into neurosurgery, you want to work for the best neurosurgeon, right? You want to get that internship and that residency. Understand those are the things that you're working for. College is not just a party, and it always has been, and there are living times that you need to to go and go through those certain rites of passage at college, and they are important. But those are skills that they need to be developing, and, and we need to teach them. And with that bridge, if you can't identify how to cash it in, where you're going to cash it in, your degree really is worthless. I see so many degrees out there that we invest in, like a liberal arts degree. That's a liberal arts degree. How are you going to cash that in? All it is is saying that you went to college and you learned some upper-level stuff for a while, for two or four years. A business degree, how are you going to cash that in? You can't just walk into a place and say, okay, I got a business degree, give me a job. There's disciplines in that within that degree program. Um, you have to go back to the previous part of the discussion. You're going to have to travel to get what you want, things like that. So these these programs and these and this bridge is going to have to be discussed beforehand. And is your child really really up to that? Because there's alternatives. When you decide what when you go to look at that bridge and you get across that bridge and you decide, let's say business. My job is to, you know, or my goal as an 18-year-old might be to, I want to own a business and be a millionaire. Well, a college degree might not be the way to go. When you look around in a lot of these areas, there's electricians, there's commercial electricians, there's welders that have businesses, there's plumbers that have businesses, and they don't go to college. A lot of your business stuff can be taught through the Better Business Bureau. If you're a veteran, the Veterans Affairs puts on business programs and, and classes. The Small Business Administration in every state does that. You might be better going to a trade school and learning your business first and then get into business. You might be better giving your time over. And actually, when I listen to uh, stuff about business, I listen to like Gary Vee and like that. I always tell you about Gary Vee. Yes, I, he's like my spirit animal. I'm the country Gary Vee. He's the city guy. But um, when I when I look at people like that or even... Where I'm at now as supervisor in an agricultural plant, you know, I'm not the head supervisor. I'm just part of one of the divisions there. But we would rather have people are figuring it out. The business world is changing. It really is. You can't, a, a college degree is not much of anything. We, for those of you that don't know that aren't into business or into manufacturing or into anything like that, there's this stuff called running lean. There's programs called lean in the military, they taught it as Sigma something lean and all that, but it's running lean. Companies need fewer and they want to run on fewer and fewer people. So your impact on a company, on the workforce, does not depend on your education. It depends on your performance. So before you go and invest those thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, you need to also investigate the college the program and figure out are they getting what they need for the performance because if you come to my place of business and you can't perform I don't care if you don't have if you have a degree you can't perform and I've seen people and it and it's 
really impressed me since I've got out of the military. I was really worried because I got out without a degree. And everyone said, you have to have a degree. And from what I see in reflection, kind of as a side note, but not learn it as a, use this as a lesson, what I'm seeing in the military is they're starting to get the same thing. The military went to this degrees. You got to have degrees to be promoted. We want degrees, push college, push college, push college. And they're finding out what they really need are performers. You're having people, you're you're promoting them, you're hiring them based on their college education. Then they get up there in a leadership position and they cannot perform. Is your child more of a performer? And if you want them to get in there or if they just want to start a business or carry on the family business, trade school may be the way to go so that they can learn their arena. And trade schools are all over. And I know we say, well, my my kid is this, my kid is that. We want, you know, my kid's really interested in medicine. Well, I'll use medicine because, well, I've always been interested in medicine. That's why I was a Navy hospital corpsman. And you find that there's so many avenues in medicine that you do not need a degree in. And just because you're interested in medicine doesn't mean you want to work it 10, 12, 14 hours a day, sometimes 24 hours a day. Medicine, you lose your interest. That's why I became a truck driver. I lost my interest. I lost my heart for medicine because while everybody pushed, that's what you love, go do it. That's what you love, go do it. Well, I did it as an occupation and guess what happened? If I was still in medicine, I would be a miserable son of a bitch. So don't base your kid's college path or need to go to college based off of their passion. Base it off of their strengths. Because I'm telling you right now, if you send your kid to college for something they're passionate about and they have to do it forever, and they come on TV and there are people that go, I've always loved this. Be very careful of that. That's a one in a million. That's a one in a million. And if you don't believe me, walk into a local hospital. How many times have you sat in the hospital to sit in the emergency room or just sit there next to a loved one, sit around and looked at people and just that are working there and go, you don't like your job, do you? You don't like people, do you? But I'll bet you 10 years ago or 15 years ago or 20 years ago, they were a young kid going, I want to be a nurse. I want to be a doctor because I want to help people and I want to fix people and I want to, yeah, yeah. Now they're more worried about their vacation time and and they're tired of the whining and crying. And the same thing happens in business. Same thing happens everywhere. People get into something, they go to college for it, and now you're done. Now you're done invested thousands of dollars in four years of your time. So before you fill out that FAFSA, I want you to sit down and I want you to have that discussion with yourself and with your kids. Is college really needed and who is it for? What is the real reason for it? There is nothing wrong nowadays, and we need to, and parents, we need to jump on or make it a bandwagon to jump on. Your kids don't need to go to college. That is not the end all be all. There's more to that sentence. Obviously, you need to go to college to be a doctor. Obviously. Obviously, you need to go to college an engineer. Obviously, you need to go to college for certain things, but college is not the ticket that it used to be so take that discussion back with you hang out pray about it think about it have a beer over it and take some time and have that difficult discussion and take the pressure off of your kids if they don't want to go to college and they want to go to a trade school there's nothing wrong with that 
And the next time somebody sticks their finger and, you know, sticks their nose in the air and they get that bumper sticker, my kid went to college, my kid goes to this college, well, mm-hmm. There's a very good likelihood if you play your cards right in today's marketplace, in today's workforce, that that college kid could be coming and working for your kid. Think about it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave you with this little scenario. My kid wants to go to school to be, this is hypothetical, of course. Say my kid wants to go to school to be a business owner and wants to get into business. And so they go to school and they start a four-year program to get to business. Your kid wants to be a business owner too, but you identify that your kid, say, is interested in body work on a car. He goes to tech school for 18 months. 18 months, he's out of tech school. 18 months, my kid is into their sophomore year. They've just went through and relearned what they learned in high school, basically. Had a couple summer, uh, had a, had a summer vacation and a couple spring breaks. Now, your kid's going to go out there in the workforce. At the end of four years, my kid's going to have three and a half years of experience. Your kid's going to start out at the bottom level of a company. Ten years after that, my kid's going to have his own body shop, be his own business owner, and who knows, maybe even have a chain of them. Your kid's going to have heartburn, either a nicotine or an alcohol problem, may have had to move away from you, while my kid starts a body shop right here in the county and may or may not be at a certain level of a business. Now, regardless of the money making, who's going to be more satisfied in life? Same thing with plumbers. Hell, an HV tech, H, uh, HV, HVAC tech. If you live south of the Mason-Dixon and you got three years experience working working under a good with a good company, you can pretty much start your own HVAC company. Better Business Bureau will tell you how to set it up. You start your own HVAC business. Now you're a business owner. Boom. Something to think about. Just something to think about. Okay, go back and have those discussions and y'all pray to the magic rock in the backyard or whatever you, you pray to. I'll pray for you if that's what you're, you're praying to. And y'all have a good evening. Mm-hmm.